My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions, that's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Bill Simmons hosts the most downloaded sports podcast of all time with a rotating crew of celebrities, athletes, media staples, and a slew of other friends and family members who always happen to be available. Check out the Bill Simmons podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, friends, and welcome to this fall wraparound season edition of Fairway Rolling, the golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am your starter, Joe House, my birdie buddies, my podcast pals, my eagle enthusiasts, everybody out there. It's a special event. I am in Los Angeles, California, yes. sitting directly across from me at a table, my beloved friend, our PGA Tour correspondent on the ground, Nathan Hubbard, and an extraordinarily special guest here today in Los Angeles, California, fresh off of a top 50 finish in Las Vegas, Nevada, made the cut. That's close, to, check. that's close to second. I got, it. I got a participation ribbon. <laughs> yeah. And the check, Mark Hubbard is live in the flesh here. A PGA Tour professional on fairway rolling during this excellent moment in, in the season. The first tee's wide open. It's a three ball. I can't believe Mark's letting us go out with the Nate dog. I know. It's kind of silly. We're lucky. But we're off. Here we go. All right, boys. We're back. You're just back from Vegas. We had uh, four outstanding rounds. It looked like perfect weather the whole time. No, actually, it was not. Um, I think that's why, aside from uh, SJ just going off, uh, the rest of the field, the scores weren't as low as they normally are. Um, oh. The wind uh, was definitely up uh, Friday and Saturday. And, um, we had a weird rain on Friday, we had a too. Weird, it was like a Seattle day early in the morning, um, and then it blew at Hard. least 20 in the afternoon. 
Which is I, why the cut stayed where it was. Which is why the cut stayed where it was, yeah. So the, yeah, the, the course I thought was actually uh, softer, a lot softer than we normally see it. So I thought scores were going to be low, but that win, win kept them where they were. And that's really the only defense out there is the win typically anyway, right? Yeah, especially yeah. on that back nine. I mean, those holes are so gettable, but when you get a crosswind, I mean, you're having to aim in the water on 16 or 17, you know, it definitely makes it a lot more challenging. So Nate and I, in the run-up to this uh, weekend's event, were kind of thinking through, musing about the fact that the whole tour has descended on Las Vegas for, for two weeks upcoming. Uh, so just had the Shriners, and, and now the CJ Cup will be at the Summit Club as opposed to Shadow Creek where it was. Was that at Shadow Creek or was Zozo at Shadow Creek last year? Uh, it was at Sh- CJ was at Shadow Creek. Zozo was here at Sherwood. At That's Sherwood. it. That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. So Zozo's going back to Asia. CJ Cup is at the Summit Club, but it turned out the tour made a strategic decision to just have everybody come, be in Vegas for a couple weeks, enjoy Vegas in the fall. And we wondered how that might impact different participants in the upcoming tournaments did you enjoy your time in las vegas mark hubbard i did it was it was pretty rowdy there they had the tyson fury fight on uh saturday night i mean it it a bunch of guys quadrupled in, in yeah, size the city. Brooks was there there so was bryson it, it might yeah. explain the 73 brooks shot on sunday yeah. <laughs> well, this way. is what we were talking about wasn't <laughs> yeah. it yeah vegas brooks showed up showed up big yeah, it, it is nice for the tour. This is the second year in a row they've given us two weeks in the same place, which is, you know, it's a lot for us as much as we travel, but uh, it kind of doesn't help that those two weeks are in Vegas. They don't really think that one through. <laughs> we ga- we gamble for a living, so it's not not great. I, I heard Max talking on a pod the other day that you, Joel, and Max had a dinner. Is that true? Yeah, we had a dinner at Yellowtail in the Bellagio. What night was that? That was Friday night. Oh, let's do this. What's Yellowtail? I don't know this one. It's a sushi restaurant. It's okay. awesome. It's right on the fountains. You oh. got the Eiffel, t- the faux Eiffel Tower <laughs> in the background. No, it was, it was great. Uh, good sushi. I think Joel uh, had had a few thinking that he had missed the cut. So it was it was a good night. Yeah. Yeah, he shot 70 on Saturday. So maybe that's a reflection, but then well, came back and we smoked sort of, it on we Sunday. We sort of have a... Uh, a tradition from our Canadian tour days where if we think we're going to miss the cut, but it's, it's borderline, we start drinking and that always moves the cut in our direction and our favor. It's kind of the reverse jinx. I love this. This is a, a, exactly the kind of tour insight that we hear on fairway roll and it separates us. It's not an, it's not an exaggeration to say you did hit the mini bar in the hotel room on Friday afternoon. When I told you, are you flying tonight or driving tonight? And you're like, yeah, in case I get a miracle, but I'm having some champagne. I had some, yes, from, from Aria. Celebratory. Uh, yeah, celebratory. Aria's food. money. I love it there. Yeah. Did you gamble? Are you I, allowed to gamble, by the way? You can't gamble on golf. I know. I'm not even yeah. asking that question. No, yeah. We can't gamble on I know, golf. You, which you, I, 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 I understand what they're going for. I, I don't hmm. see what would be so wrong if I were to bet on myself. I'm not going to tank it, I, but the other way. Yeah, right, and you can't cheat. Yeah, you, can't you can't cheat, cheat, really. Yeah, you can't cheat, but... Yeah. No, I'm not a I'm not a huge card player, mostly just because I'm not any good, um, and I like having money, not losing it. So. Indeed, you but know what I, you I are good at? What's that? Running up your MGM credit at Carbone with me. I so did. let's talk about that because <laughs> I knew there was a Carbone dinner. I got a text that's like I, I won't I won't for the Paul all the 
birdie buddies out there, we we won't reveal what the bill turned in. <laughs> now, how big was the group? There were only three of us. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I see. So there was good we, wine. We well, ate for ten. But so MGM is one of your treasured sponsors. They right. take very good care of you. And one of the ways that they take care of you is when you're in Vegas. There are a number of things that are on your MGM tab, and you inform me of that. I said, let's run up a bill. <laughs> and I did what you asked me to do. So we had a good night. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we've eaten together many times, Nate Dog, and you and I together can, can do some damage. I know what you're capable of. Vegas is weird way. right now, though. I mean, we, we ate early because you had an early tea time, and we were out of there. I was walking through the casinos. It was a Thursday night in Vegas right now. It's not, uh, not the killer scene, but then you said by Friday it was... They heard, they yeah, heard you sent me the pool party yeah. pictures. Well, yeah, I mean, it's literally not a killer scene because you don't really, we're not really in a spot where you want to be like in big giant. Oh, there are some people who seem to. <laughs> okay. But it's not clear that you want to hang out with those people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so was, that was the sort of general vibe. But yeah, fr Friday and Saturday with, with the fight and then the Raiders game yesterday, it it, it was pretty crowded. Oh, that's a great point. Right. The Raiders game. Yeah. Which they are insane. And and I think whenever Washington is going to play them. Let's we, go. We, yeah, we need to LFGO. Let's yeah. go to that. It, it <laughs> is now fun. an official destination. And I think every other sport has got to follow now. I mean, obviously the, the Golden Knights are there or whatever. Yeah, they're but, only missing baseball and, and basketball. And they have the arena with the Golden Knights. The, the, I mean, they have the, the women, the Aces play there. Yeah. The Las Vegas Aces There's a footbridge there. to the stadium. I mean, it's just... I mean, come on. It's raucous. Yeah, let's, what are we talking about? Anyway. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply i do have to just say uh sungjay sort of ran away with this and you came up with him on the kft and he sort of kicked everybody's ass the year that you came up with him how much have you watched him play and are you surprised that uh, he's only got two wins at this point? Because this guy is around the hoop in almost every tournament, which, as you know, is super fucking hard to do. But what is he great at? Everything. I mean, he hits it so straight. He putts it great. Um, I really like his putting because it's a little bit similar to mine. He's kind of got a weak left hand. Nick um, Faldo makes fun of him because he, he thinks he has a short putter. Nick Faldo doesn't make fun of him as much as he makes fun of me. But no, he... Uh, <laughs> what does he's that just mean, gonna, weak left hand? When so you're he kind of... He kind of a lot of people kind of forward press yeah. and kind of lock it out. I do. 
uh, his is the other way. It's kind of cupped and bowed there. So okay. it allows him, in my opinion, to release the putter yep. really well under pressure, which is why I think he makes so many putts under pressure. But it can also lead to some stability issues because it's not as kind of locked out. Um, but yeah, I mean, he just, he does everything well. Like he, does he have a home in the United States yet? Or is he still I, traveling? I've heard that he does. Okay. I don't know for sure. I can't comment for sure, but he continues I mean, that's to, the other thing is I, I don't know anybody who loves golf more than that kid. So. Wow. He, well, and I'm glad you mentioned kid, right? Because, he is a kid. Yeah. He literally, you know, this is a Justin Ray fact. We love Justin Ray facts here on fairway rolling seventh non us player to win two PGA tour events before the age of 24. I mean, Kyle Porter tweeted out, he's two years younger than Will Zalatoris, who we think of in this rookie, you know, with the KFT thing. Holy shit, Songjae. Holy shit. Is it sustainable to play as much as he does? I mean, I I think the only reason you'd say no is is from an injury standpoint, but I mean, the the way he swings it, I don't really feel like that's going to be a factor unless he does something stupid. I, I don't see a burnout rate. He I looks mean, think, different than other golfers on tour. I mean, just his body, he doesn't have that sort of velociraptor golf robot thin body that that I think for some guys helps them with their swing, but it clearly also can sometimes contribute to injury. He's going for more of the TB12 doughy pliability path, you know? Well, and you know who is a great example of that who also won this weekend is Phil Effing Mickelson, you know, right. who is now batting 750 on the senior tour. You know, three, three out of every four times he plays, he wins. Uh, the Furyk and Friends Constellation Classic in somewhere in North Florida, I guess. I don't know. But, I mean, if, if that's... If, if, if SJ has another 25 years in front of him because of that body type and he's able, holy... I mean, come on. And think about the run that we're on right now. This is something I'm interested in Mark Hubbard's views on. We have Max Homa, his homie. We have Sam Burns and we have Sungjae in in the first three weeks of this new season. All three guys knocking on the door, games in shape, multiple uh, time tour winners. That's a pretty radical departure from what we saw l- last season. You what don't do you- miss you don't miss Stuart Sink and Brian Gay. Well, Brian Gay, defending champion of the Barracuda. We'll see him in yeah, a few don't weeks. Don't count him out yet. Yeah, don't count him out. What do you think is is, is going on? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I, I think the guys who have won are just really good. I don't. I don't know if there's necessarily a trend happening or not. I Is just it the think schedule? It, it could be something with the schedule. Um, it could be you know last fall was after you know we had that break, so maybe some of the older guys felt more rested, so they were coming out firing. Whereas now it's you know the young guns who don't really need that extra break. Um, but no, I just think right now the best players are winning. I mean. Sam Burns has been playing awesome for a couple of years now, and and he's going to keep he on win winning. This week, I, he's, he's so seen good. To run out of he's gas so good, on and Sunday, he's so confident. He, maybe he went to the fight Saturday night. Yeah, well, that's maybe. a good point. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just I think the 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 best player each week is one, and it's just happened to be a young gun. So. Yeah, well, and and that leaderboard was was uh, an impressive leaderboard. I mean, I had a little taste on Mark Leishman. I won't tell you he was he was long. His odds were crazy for the caliber of player he was. He was like 85 to 1. I was like, oh, I put a taste on that for sure. Louis finished top 15, even though he was negative, almost negative two point stroke gain putting. Um, but it was a classy oh, Mark leaderboard. can tell you all about negative strokes gain putting if you want to hear yeah, about that. But that's that was... not your thing. And this is why, like, you know, 
Um, I was. How did you find the greens there this week? I don't ever remember being that lost on greens before. It was super weird. I felt like I was hitting my lines, but I could not read them. I don't know if it was the Vegas pull or what was going on. But uh, does the wind mess with that at all for you? I, no, I, I mean, if you ask Nick Faldo, he'd say no because I'm so low to the ground. Um, but no, I, you know, I, I don't know. I just, it just wasn't it's like a stinger, but a putt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I hit, I hit it great, so that was that was nice. Um, it was like one of your best shots gained approach stats ever on tour, and it was your worst shots gained putting stat ever. Was there? I watched you. Your body language was actually really good for most of the week. At what point were you like, this is totally in my dome? Uh, or was it never? Number three on Sunday, my third hole on Sunday. I hit an unbelievable like hold high cut seven iron to a back right pin to like 10, 10 feet. feet. Yeah, that's when hit, I turned. Yeah. Hit a great putt. Didn't even sniff hitting the hole, like overplayed the break by a cup and was just like, okay, so that's when I texted, yeah, that's when I texted dad. I think he's losing his mind. <laughs> dad was like, yeah, I'm crying. This is not going well. I mean, 20 putts under 20 feet yeah. is not something you usually miss. That's not something I usually have unless they're for par. I know you were hitting them great. I but that's, anyway. that's the but thing. But that's the week. That's How, golf, yeah. man. Yeah, that's golf. That's, it golf. Is. that's golf. And, and, and sort of mentally, this does tap into something I'm interested in. And Nate and I have been sort of talking about this. With this season, now we're kind of returned to a semblance of normal, right? There aren't 50 events on, on the schedule going forward. And this um, could be an opportunity to do some recharging or some finding of game or whatever for, for, for you as you think about, you know, how your year um, looks like n- next year and, and kind of where your game is at the moment, it's, is it a glass half full or glass half empty to have a performance like that this week? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was playing on a sponsor invite last week, so it's absolutely a glass half full. Um, I mean, I got to give a shout out to Patrick Lindsay and, and the local IQ and MGM guys for hooking me up because I thought I was going to be on my couch for three weeks. So the fact that I got to play last week was awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I said, like, Nate said that was one of my best ball striking performances a long time. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely good. You know, I'm in the 126, 150 category, so I'll take every star I can get. But that also means I am going to have more of an off season this year, which is, is going to be nice. Um, but you also want to keep the competitive juices flu- flowing. So you don't want to be on your couch for three straight weeks. Yeah. So that, that, um, aspect of it, right. Is every guy different in, in that? Because you guys just played a ton of golf over the last 18 months. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends because the big guys, you know, haven't necessarily played a ton of golf. I've played 30 plus events for seven or eight straight years in a row. Yeah. Um, out of necessity. And, you know, the the kind of the guys in my bracket, I guess you'd say kind of that mid-level PGA Tour player, um, that's what we have to do to kind of grind. We don't get to pick and choose. You kind of play when you get to. So Anytime we get a break, um, I know the whole pandemic was, you know, horrible situation, but having those two months off was an absolute gift for us because we just, we never get to be home. But it doesn't, just to circle back to your point, House, about who won, it doesn't, it, it, in the early part of the season, it doesn't feel like a lot of guys want to be out there playing right now. Sung Jay loves to play, <laughs> not a surprise. Sam Burns, Close to Ryder Cup, left off it. Young kid, still sort of going after it. Maybe not a surprise that he won. So, I mean, th- maybe there's a method to that madness. Also, Matthew Wolf, who we should probably talk about because he's the combination of both of these things that we're talking about, which is like, how do you handle the grind? But also a young kid who seems to like to play a bunch. We talk, 
we talked about him last week as being a guy in the mix, finished second for the second straight year, looked really good out there. The thing we were worried about last week was he hit 35% of his greens in, in Jackson. So <laughs> you weren't sure coming in. My, my argument was it doesn't matter as much here on this course. So if he can get together, he actually hit the ball off the tee great until Sunday when he lost three shots off the tee uh, and just he, he hit four fairways, all which, I mean, I think you would say, Mark, you cannot do and play particularly well. Somehow he still shot 60 fucking eight to finish second. Yeah, I mean, he hits it a lot further, which, you know, helps if you are missing online to get it down there. Um, I mean, Vegas, you know, obviously you got the desert, but it's it's not an overly demanding ball striking course. Um, so I think he was able to get away with a lot more than he could in Jackson, which, I mean, those fairways are tight. The rough is up. If you miss, if you miss uh, the fairway, it's tough to hold those greens. So. Yeah. I was happy to see him back, though. I mean, I, I, the, the thing about him is, he has been doing a lot of work to figure out how to manage what we were just talking about, which is that weekend, week out, being on course, grinding through. And look, when he came up, you remember during COVID, he did one of those sort of Wednesday televised matches that the PGA Tour was doing. And he is a chatterbox and he always has been, but there was this sense that he just was trying really, really hard on TV. Like there just was a disconnect, not Bryson-esque, it was a little bit different, but there's just felt like there was a disconnect between the way that he was presenting himself outwardly. He just didn't seem comfortable with himself, which is okay. He's a 20 year old kid. Like, what do you expect? But the more that we've learned about him since that time, the more we've understood he's really been struggling to get into it, which I know, Hey, you struggle sometimes to get into, I mean, every golfer is out there. It's good to see him come back. We it, now looking at the comments that he's making, he's been working his ass off, not on his game, but on his head. Um, so I just wonder like for a kid like that, you you had to grind your way up a little bit more and play all those tours. He didn't come out as a 20-year-old swinging, but can you sympathize with what he's gone through, which is that sort of loneliness behind the scenes of being out on tour? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, I think that work obviously paid off. If you look at just his back nine on Sunday, he made that bogey on 13, got that horrible break, uh, hit his drive under the lip of the bunker and it stayed in a bad rake job. And you could tell like his head was spinning, like he was pissed. And then he came back and he birdied, you know, he played his last whatever four or five at two under to finish second. You know, obviously no one was going to catch SJ. So I think, you know, I don't know him personally well, but, uh, you know, just having been in that experience, it, it would have been tough, even though you got those easy holes coming in to know that you're not going to win the tournament and to still keep your head on your shoulders. Like that takes a lot of work. So clearly it's paid off for him. But House, we just learned something very interesting, didn't we? which is that after what I would say was probably a frustrating round for you on Sunday, you still went home and watched it on TV. <laughs> I watched it while I was packing, <laughs> finishing the rest of that champagne bottle. Wow. Yes, yes. Uh, my other options were... I wish were, I could quit you, golf. My other, my other options were the Raiders game, which I was not going to watch because I was already upset about my Broncos just okay. absolute dropping a deuce on the uh, field the other sorry day. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so I, I did. I watched the last like five or six holes. Well... It's good to see Wolf back. House, I'm glad you won a little money on Leishman. Wolf. I didn't win anything. I bet him to win. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't cover it off otherwise. Wolf cannot get in the field this week, which is interesting. But I, but I will say just the fall in general is in a weird spot, isn't it? It's like th there are all of these sort of chatter murmurs going on about the schedule underneath the surface. Some of it is it's going to be abandoned for a European swing. 
Some of it is this idea that maybe it gets turned into sort of a mini tour on its own with lower prize money. But it's pretty clear that the big guys don't want to play in the fall. They don't like that guys amass FedEx Cup points, which, you know, the entire FedEx Cup structure is really there designed to throw money at the best players and keep them from going to a PGL or whatever it is. And now, you know, the Brian Gaze of the world get that slot and have a chance to get in the tour championship because they win at Houston in the fall where nobody is. So it feels like change is coming for a guy like you. That may or may not be a good thing if they start to eliminate because the fall, as you know, for guys who come out of the KFT category or in the category you're in now, like the falls in a super important, like you got 10% of the way to keeping your card in Napa period. And that was one tournament, right? So it matters a fuckload to be able to play in the fall. Do you have any sense within the players of how they're thinking about the fall and, and what's going to happen? Um, I mean, I don't know what the tour is thinking. I, I just know that they're, they got a lot of stuff that they're juggling right now. I mean, I'm usually, you know, I'm a little cynical from time to time, but I on occasion, I feel for them right now. I mean, you're right. None of the big guys, you know, want to be playing that much and rightfully so. And, you know, the, the, the other league is a real threat. Um, you are, we've already, already been in a situation for a long time where, you know, there's more guys with status than there are starts. And so they're always struggling to get guys in the field, uh, and figure it out. And then you got COVID. So you're, you know, you're giving guys their starts back from medicals and all that kind of stuff. So there's, there's just a lot of moving parts. Um, but yeah, I mean, going forward, I, I would be surprised if this fall wraparound season stays the same just because of the big guys who, you know, at the end of the day, they, their opinion does matter more than mine. Um, they move the needle and they don't like playing this much. And it it, it is going to hurt the guys coming off the web because this is, you know, you get off to a good start. You can get yourself in the invitationals and, and just like that, you know, you got your card locked up, you know, before it's even summer. Are there guys coming off KFT who you think are legit and who are not yeah, getting in? No, definitely. There will. Um, I, mean, I mean, they had two years to prove it out, which they had. And I've been saying this for a while. I think, you know, especially the regular season guys finishing in that 25, I think that's the hardest way to get your PJ Tour card. I think it's harder than finishing the 125, and it's certainly harder than having one good week in the, in the, web playoffs those three events so why why is it so hard i just i mean there's only 25 guys yeah you basically you have to win you don't have to win to keep your card on the pj tour in the 125 you have to win um and you know you have to go low every week those the scores are so low out there i i think you know the depth of that tour the, the corn Ferry tour has gotten so deep there's so many young college players that you know they're still in that zone where they don't know any better so they're confident as hell yeah um, and especially this year, I mean, yeah, you had two seasons crammed into one for 25 cards. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't, there's not a guy that I, I know well enough to be like, this guy's, right. you know, he's, he's going to be the yeah. next well, Daniel let, Berger or Justin Thomas, but all those guys have got to be good to have made it. For sure. A hundred percent. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health Services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it. 
all while saving businesses billions? That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's talk amongst the three of us like what the possible permutations could be for the fall, because it seems like with, you know, that there was a growing momentum for um, kind of that Asia swing for a while. And there was a ton of money associated with that. And Tiger's um, imprint on the Zozo in Japan in particular. um, Yeah, they're propping it up these next two weeks. Right, right, right. But now with the, the COVID situation and the uncertainty around that, what we're we're in this awkward position of Vegas, then uh, um, Japan, then Bermuda, then Mayakoba, then Mayakoba. Yeah. So that's some globe trotting shit right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's see if there's. What would you put the over under on number of guys that will that will hit that rota? That's what we were talking about. There's it, are there five guys? There's maybe a charter from Zozo to Bermuda, and I can't believe that there's going to be anybody on it. I don't know. I mean, it, it goes, I'm, I'm pretty sure it goes through Dallas, which is, you know, obviously okay. a hub for where people live. So that might help the cause. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I it just, lot. it feels like they've got to be looking at a couple options. One is they got to give, they got to get more of the PGA guys over in Europe to support that partnership that they've made. And, and I agree with this. The only thing that's weird is it's starting to get shitty weather in that's, Europe. That's like, why right a now fall Euro swing is, is so strange. Weird. You'd I, think right. they'd do it after the open. Yes. And just sort of start with Scotland. Or that month leading up to the to the open. Like after the US open, right. those those weeks that lead up, you have the Scottish, Rocket you have and, the Irish, yeah. you have those are awesome tournaments at awesome venues. Yeah. The guys would go, don't you think, Mark? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you need to be in Detroit? Do you need to be in I mean, I think that's the so question. That's, that's right. They're right. Do you need, is the John Deere a vital? Right. But then in the fall, you've got, okay, should we really go to Jackson? Sanderson just got bought by private equity and may or may not be uh, interested in spending the money that it takes to support the local golf tournament. So uh, there's a bunch of those events that I think are maybe at risk. Uh, it, you can just feel that underlying current of we're about to have a pretty big change and I mean, it will be done in service of keeping the big guys interested, but for, if you're a gambler on golf, if you're a follower of it, if you are related to a guy who plays golf, what's really interesting is how it affects guys 51 and, yeah, well, and beyond. That, that tension is, is important. It's like vitally important to have opportunities for guys from KFT that fit the, the, the class that Mark's in. Those reps are crucial, right? You got to have them. You got to have, and, and as long as the sponsors are willing to step up and create the opportunities, then ha- then having those opportunities and 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 letting guys get the reps and hit those proving grounds. I mean, you know, it's not. We we just went through the thing about the um, esteemed winners at the Shriners. It's like a bunch of guys who, who their first tournament uh, professional win, yeah. including you know starting King, Tiger fucking Woods. Yeah, yeah, Tiger Ruffing Woods and, yeah. and Pat. You know, good guys. Can't like yeah. right exactly. And you have two wives majors in the fall with Napa and Mayakoba. 
Where, so. Oh, those are wives majors. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you two wives majors. <laughs> you bring the wife to, to Napa. You bring the wife to Mayakoba. Mayakoba is is excellent. I, I love going down there. I've, I've been lucky enough to get down to that venue a couple of times. Played with El Tucan. Kucha loves it too. We will not discuss what El Tucan said about Kucha. I, I told El Tucan I would not reveal any confidence. <laughs> not reveal the sources. Well, look, the, the golf is... Uh, is not as bad, I think, as it sort of gets credit for in the fall. There, 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 there are some really great tournaments. There are some guys playing. I, I'm interested this week, House. We got the entire fucking, uh, you know, most of the best players in the world are going to show up here uh, because it's a free check, because it's in Vegas. But it's at the Summit Club. And last week, or last year, this thing was at... Uh, Shadow, Creek. Shadow Creek, legendary, which is legendary. And Mark, do you think there's any way that they could actually hold a crowd there? Where at Summit? At, at, no, at Shadow Creek. Mm, no way. No. I walked. I was like, I don't think there's actually a way to do a tournament. I don't think here. they'd want them there either. Yeah, trampling down the rough. The, fair enough. So, so now we get Summit Club, which is, as you will tell us, being the only guy at this table who's played them both, uh, and certainly the only guy who could play them well, uh, is a very, very different golf course. Yeah, it is a discovery property, uh, and it is meant, like in my Baker's opinion, Bay. for fun, not necessarily for tournament tournament golf. Um, so it's going to be an interesting week. I mean, I think I don't think anybody's going to dislike the course, um, but it's going to be interesting to see how they set it up to make it hard enough. Yeah, the the reputation from the brief bit of research I did, you know, exp- expansive fairways because. You want the membership there to be enjoying themselves. We understand that in, enjoyment is paramount at the Summit Club, as you would expect at a golf course in, in Vegas. And for folks of, of some means, uh, especially with the opportunity for, for, for drinking and gambling and yeah, all sorts of... You don't want to be looking for balls when you're double fisting frozen margaritas. So. <laughs> but that's what this tournament it really is. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how good the golf is. Because if they play great, somebody's going to shoot... 30 under, right? Yeah. I mean, to be perfectly clear, I, I re- remember the first 12 holes pretty well. <laughs> so I can't, say, of, I can't say what the guys are going to have to deal with coming down the stretch. Speaking of double fisting margaritas. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it was not that hard. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some really low scores if someone's on 59 watch. Ooh, um, that would we'll give a, a reason for some folks to turn but, away from college football for 10 minutes. But does that mean, given that we saw Brooks like sending out Instagram stories from the fight, which I don't know, what time did they go on? After midnight. Yeah. I was sound asleep. I'm sorry to, to report. Well, I mean, it was a little bit earlier here, but he still had a fairly early tea time. I, I just wonder how many guys are going to take it seriously. That's why the pick this week is Tony fucking Finau. Wow. Because he's on the wagon. <laughs> he's impervious <laughs> he's, to Vegas. He's perpetually on the wagon, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, he does. He's not a he's not an alcohol guy. So he's definitely going to be able to fight it off. I mean, there's nobody else who you really look at who's coming to this tournament. No, None of the top players last week except... Well, none of the top players last week were particularly impressive except Sam Burns. He definitely crashed out on Sunday and got tired. Uh, you know, Harry Higgs played all right, but in a list of the rest of these guys, there's nobody who jumps out at you. Kevin Nas back. It's a home game for him. The only guy who you might think, I mean, Colin Marcow lives there, right? So he's going to be sleeping in his own bed. That was Sobel's, you know, suggestion last week, which is go with the guys who sleep in their own bed. 
Charlie Hoffman slept in his own bed, but also slept in his own feces. On, uh, with oh, his, no. With, with, oh, with his, no, with his you, always, you always get so mad. <laughs> I, I do get mad. I, so I, I'm looking for adults. I like adults. Well, in, that's in what this we're talking thing. about. Yeah, I know. So Louis Oosthuizen, he's an adult. He'll have a glass of wine. He'll yeah. enjoy himself. And he's Louis there played anyway. well last week. Exactly. Right. And you don't expect him to putt poorly two, two consecutive weeks. That's not, not his jam. Mark Leishman is an adult with a family. Mark Leishman tied for third. He's, nice an, he's an Aussie, though. He likes to drink beer. Giant beers. Gi- <laughs> he's a giant man, and he can drink giant beers. <laughs> but, you know, he, he's also, he's got a sense of responsibility, and he knows that he's in form. And I think, you know, we, we heard uh, a little bit that he was frustrated um, about how his performance went last year. He expected bigger things out of himself. And then the inscrutable Hideki. What, what's the intel? Like, Hideki... Um, he shot the same as Vegas Brooks this week. He had a great we track record Vegas at this place. He might, this is why I'm asking. 72, 71, 72, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those aren't necessarily, after an opening round 65. Well, you played with him in Napa. Was he drinking wine? Wait, what yeah, was the does deal? Hideki like a taste? I, I don't I don't think so. I don't see it. I don't know. I think, I think he might be impervious to Vegas as well. Okay. So that might be a guy. And because, you know, the we know that he likes Vegas. He's Honestly, performed well he, for He's it. got too many cam- cameras on him at all times to act up in Vegas. Oh, I that's mean, a great point. I, you never even think about that. They really stalk him, huh? It's uh, it's unbelievable. The paparazzi. I mean, he, he really is, you know, Tiger Woods of Japan. Like, it is insane the amount of scrutiny that he is under 24-7. That's a great reason to fade him, honestly. Because this is a no cut event, he'll just take his check. He has to. He's he he's he needs to save his energy. He, they they want For him Zozo. to win Zozo. Exactly right. I I just so would this not, week is just a pass through. That's okay, what I fade think Hideki. too. Fade Hideki. Oh, this I mean, is good. You can't fade him to miss six, a cut though, because he's not no, going to miss the cut. No, but he shot sixty five on Thursday, and then he went seventy two, seventy one, seventy two on a par seventy one course. Yeah, like okay. he's not firing on. We're all looking cylinders. for and Hideki he, matchups. That's he, what we want. He didn't play that great with me in Napa until like the last he was four holes he's all over the place yeah looked like he was really grinding on his swing and then yeah he found it on the last four holes and had two eagles and three holes <laughs> so <laughs> he's one of those guys who can find his swing yeah. on the back nine on yeah. Sunday well that's why he's the master champ I guess it is so over the balance of the rest of the fall we went through you know the challenges of Japan uh Bermuda uh Mexico um, and then uh, Sea Island is in the mix also. From the guys' perspective, what do you, what do you anticipate guys will most likely do? Like, what's your schedule and what are guys going to do? Well, uh, I'm hoping a ton of guys don't play that week. Yes. Uh, because that's a start <laughs> that I definitely need. It's a course that I really, really like that suits my game the well. The Sea Island one? The Sea yeah, Island RSM course. Down there. I've played it a lot, um, and it's just a good course for me. So a lot of guys are signed up for it right now. Um, I think, you know, with what we've talked about, how – you know, the bigger names will be tired of playing golf, especially if they've had some good starts already this fall. Um, so I'm hoping a lot of guys drop that at the end. I think that is the last event yep. of the fall. And and what about Mexico? Are you on that? I'm not, not in yet. Mexico. I'm not in Houston. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and get into both of those, um, but we'll see. Yeah. And that will be um, another indication of like just how a lot of guys are feeling about the season and whether they're ready to just shut it down and get ready to, to recharge because it will be like the first break since the, the COVID forced break. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like we talked about too, with, with, you know, the fall kind of not going the direction for the KFT guys, not going the direction for me, you know, I'm in that 126 category, the corn Prairie tour gets in ahead of me. 
Um, you know, luckily I did get this sponsor invite into Vegas, but I'm only missing one, maybe two starts this fall mm -hmm. because of the, you know, the two tournaments in Vegas, um, because the big guys feel like they do need to play in the fall. They might not like it right now, which is why changes might be made, but there's a lot of people playing, you know, Bermuda's a full field event. Sanderson's a full field event. So guys are playing now. So already before we've re really made changes, guys aren't getting a lot of starts. People didn't get into Vegas. People didn't get into Sanderson that normally would. Um, so, I mean, it, it is a weird, weird off season this year. It's going to be weird, it, 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 but, but I think it's clear the commissioner is thinking about it. This is probably the last go round. My guess is sometime in January, February, they make announcements to what happens this time next year. And I mean, look, they're up against football. So anything that you try to do in the fall is probably not going to generate great returns, but they just, the, the, the fundamental problem is they actually have grown the game. <laughs> There are so many good ass players coming up right now who had the benefit of technology and video in a way that even you didn't coming up, right? And so these kids, like you said, they're coming in with unbridled confidence and they're dropping in and playing unbelievable. So it's, uh, it, it, I think the commissioner is going to have to make some changes. And, and it may be that the fall becomes something in between KFT and the big tour because, like you said, it, it's, a lot of these rookies are going to have a hard time getting starts even once we get into the big swing. And yeah, and if they go towards Europe, that's fine. Like you can have the Europe events and and have alternate field events here as long as the sponsors step up, right? I mean, and, and the sponsors seem to continue to want to be to be interested in professional golf. Well, I, I'd be interested from your guys' perspective as viewers. Would you still be interested at all in the fall if it wasn't a part of the FedEx Cup? If it was just tournaments, money? Can we bet money? Yeah, I mean that's a, the FedEx Cup is so irrelevant. I could care. There's it, it's it only barely relevant registers. For us. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just because it's your guys' paychecks. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's our livelihood. It's, it's your our, livelihood. It's our but it has review. nothing to do with with my interest in the in the professional game. So if they know that, then that, that could be a, a serious solution where they you know sort of make the fall optional for the big guys. Where if they want to go make some you know big time money with no cut, they can, but. They're not going to be, you know, they behind. Could, yeah. They could give the tour championship guys or the top 50 guys like a next season bonus, which would let them stay off or something. Yeah. And, there's a bunch of, of reasonable solutions, but I'm very much in favor of creating a vehicle for all of the great young golfers, including Mark Hubbard, to have opportunities that you know at, at events that that are willing to to go ahead and put the the events on and you know if the sponsors step up and the equipment manufacturers continue to pay golf channel so the golf channel can put it on television and there it will be a, it is still a, of interest i still look on saturday and sunday i want to watch for about an hour to see how my my bets that i've made earlier in the week are faring it's still you know uh, catching eyeballs i think on the golf i mean the ratings have to be brutally low but yeah like you're competing with a lot of different stuff yeah so any eyeballs are good eyeballs yeah and fantasy continues to help that again as we 100%. always say in these in these tournaments if you pay attention you can get an advantage and we are paying attention and we are telling you sure as sunday that you need to fade patrick reed you need to fade Sanjay. <laughs> well wait wait why, why patrick Brooks. he was awful last week i know i just don't think he's back yet he's not so you think with the the, the physical Whatever he experienced physically, it was clearly very serious. I, I also think there's probably some scar tissue from from just watching the Ryder Cup at home. The damage, the psychological damage. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. They didn't need him. 
It may, may not need him. I mean, he's going to have to just that's, earn his way on. That's the problem. That's and true. now you look at Sam Burns and you're like, Sam Burns is going to be on the next Ryder Cup team. Any golfer that is 31, 30 years or older is going to have to qualify because there are enough 20-somethings now for the U.S. It's, you know, I, what do I know? But I'm just saying. Yeah. Like Matthew Wolf is a guy who basically disappeared that absolutely could be on 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 right. the President's Cup, Ryder Cup for the next 10 yeah, years. Yeah, he's second alternate for this week at CJ Cup. Like, that's not going to hang around much longer if he keeps playing the way he did this week, even though he hit it in the rocks for half his round on Sunday. Yes. So we talked about who to fade. Who, who Who's your pick? Let's give out picks. We give out picks on this show, Nate Dogg. I'm all in on Tony. Tony I, Finau. I just, yeah, I there think he is. He's, he is impervious Clean living to Vegas. Tony Furno. Yes. Impervious to Vegas, impervious Tony Impervious to Vegas. I think he's playing super well. All right. I also was just reminded this week that it's so hard to fucking win. And Tony is like, he's always around. Sung Jay won because he's around the hoop. But Sung Jay actually took that tournament. Like you don't win a golf uh, golf tournament by four, right? I'm just stunned looking at how many times that guy's been around the hoop that he's only got two wins. I think think he got uncorked. I I really think he got uncorked by winning in in the, speaking of FedEx, that winning that tournament uh, has helped him. I I just don't know that he's ever going to be a guy who like, down the street is a fucking killer and grabs, you know, six, eight tournaments, just goes out and gets them. Right. He's, I, I don't know that that's him, but he's going to be around the hoop enough that the, the math says it will revert to the mean and he will win a few just sort of by accident. I, you- I, I think you're right about that. I think that's how good at golf he is that he doesn't need to be a killer. He doesn't need to, you know, grab it to win. Like he's good enough to just be around and eventually he's going to keep winning. It's pretty fucking annoying, but I still think you got to bet him this week. <laughs> I'm going to do Tiny Taste on SJ. Okay. No reason he can't go back to back. Stud horse. Okay. I'm going to do a Tiny Plus, Taste. Plus, this is, this is a sponsor of his. So yes. maybe he was just warming up last week. Tiny Taste on Sam Burns. Going to ride Sam Burns on top 10s, top 20s until he stops doing it. Uh, another taste on Mark Leishman. I didn't, all I did was bet Mark to win. This past week, because the 85 to 1 was so ridiculous. Yeah. I'm going to bet him. I'll top 10 him. I'll top 20 him as well. Uh, I'm going to do a little taste. Shout out to HV3. New baby, baby bounce. I want a baby bounce bet on on HV3. Just, you know, it was he sent out a tweet. It was hilarious. Uh, he was, it, we, I can't remember the context. It was so good, though. It's like, where HV4. are you? And he's like, I'm in the hospital. I'm at the, in a hospital bed right now because <laughs> he's with his, his, his wife and his new baby, which is uh, awesome. We love HV3 on this program. I think if you're going to top 20, you should look at Aaron Wise. He played well last week. T8, he's been playing well this fall. You're absolutely right about that. He's I, a guy. I mean, I don't know. Like, but he, he just, he, he's one of those guys where you look at his momentum in the fall and you go, he's going to be around the hoop. I don't think he's going to win the golf tournament, but yeah, tied for 26 at Sanderson, tied for eight at Shriners. Uh, the ball striking is there. Three over three o strokes on approach. Um, yeah, well, Aaron Wise, good pick. Um, are we dummies? Is he any good at golf? It's good at golf. Yeah. JT, JT's on the board. I mean, are we dummies? Are we sleeping on JT, or is he still enjoying the Ryder Cup reverie? I mean, I think that's the question. I mean, DJ, I think is the prohibitive favorite this week, but I think that is inflated because he went five and zero with the Ryder Cup. Everybody's excited about DJ. They're not thinking about Vegas DJ. I think they should think about Vegas DJ. I think Vegas, I think he has been in Vegas DJ mode since the abs of fucking Lutely comment in the press conference. You know who's not impervious to Vegas? (laughs) DJ. DJ. He's not Not impervious. impervious. Not impervious. Highly vulnerable to Vegas. Vulnerable to Vegas DJ. Uh, That's it. I'm not feeling great about DJ. I just think all those guys are tired. 
I mean, yeah. they really are. It's yeah. been a long fucking season. Yeah. Like it's been up and down emotionally. Like they haven't, I just don't think any of them want to be out there. So I'm looking at guys who want to be out there. I couldn't believe the amount of guys that even played Napa like yeah. coming off the Ryder Cup. Like, yeah. It's incredible how many guys are playing this fall. I'm still never going to totally understand why Bryson was there. Where? Wasn't Ron there too? Or I mean, why Rom was there? Yeah, Rom yeah, was in there. Napa. I'm I'm never going to get why Rom actually went. It worked. Uh, I he was honestly badass. think there was a like a, a dinner. Like yeah. I think wives, it was wives it was, major. Exactly. Yeah. No, right. I think it's the wives yeah, major. I think really you're right. Was, yes. And he, and, and his Phil baby. convinced him to go, and they took the jet. And you know that was it. Phil asked him to go, and he said yes. But I think that's why he went. But it's also why he's the number one player in the world because he's like, no, that won't fuck me up. I still am going to put the entire team on my back, and we're going to end on. Um, that feel good moment. Did you see him in Spain uh, signing? There was uh, the tour put out a clip of him in, in Spain, and he said, "I'm going to stand here until for every, every child." Yes, it was excellent. We love John Rahm. Uh, we do. He has turned himself from supposed hothead into uh, ambassador of the game. Part two after Rory. At this That's exactly point. Can, right. Can we get an American to step up and take? <laughs> a, yeah. Who is it? Who is going to be our ambassador? Spieth. It could be Spieth. Yeah. Golden child for sure. Yeah. It could be. I like that. All right, Mark Hubbard. Great to see you, buddy. Good to see Finally, you. Finally, I, I wish we were playing golf and double fisting margaritas, but soon this will do. Yes, very soon. Nate, dog. Great to see we you. We didn't as even well. talk about the fact that that may be on the calendar. Actually, now we're keeping it off the off the pod for a little while. <laughs> okay, we'll, right. we'll, we'll share with everybody <laughs> okay. when it when, when it's all when it's ripened up and it's a real thing. You. No, we can't. Let's, let's, let's just keep it to the balls on the fairway and, and straight fairways and greens, boys. Fairways and greens. All right, my birdie buddies, my eagle enthusiasts, my my par saving pals. Thank you very much. Uh, my sincere appreciation to, to the Nate dog and to Mark Hubbard. Great to see you boys. We will be back again next week with another edition of fairway roll. And in the meantime, let's hit them straight out there. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.